Hello everybody and welcome to Outriders Rollout Episode 2. Um, I didn't want to do this on Sunday like I did the last one because I really wanted to get it and we I really wanted to make it where we are doing it after the launch of the game. So first off, uh, I want to say that I've really talked to some of the people that are involved in making content. I talked to Vulcan, and I've been talking to a lot of people that are playing the game. And like we even like today, there's a message actually from the Outriders team. This is a message from the Outriders team, dear Outrider. This is it. This is where it truly begins. Well, our journey may only just be starting. This is a culmination of a five-year dream to create something special. Hundreds of team members around the globe and people can fly, Square Enix, and many other partners contributed to what you're about to experience. And that being said, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the player. So, I will say yes, there has been some server issues going on and I would like to say that I am truly, like, I love what they're doing um, with the game so far. So far we've had, I think the story has a lot in there. There's the story, there's side missions, there's crafting. So one of the cool things is, what I've realized is that People are playing different classes. Like, and not everybody is doing the same thing. Like, a lot of people are doing uh, the Pyromancer and the Technomancer and the Trickster. I'm doing the Devastator because I like that build. So, like, right now I'm on here. Um, my firepower is at 2606. Anomaly power is 1217. Health is 1146. Armor is 4717. So I was I was playing and playing, and uh, one of the things is everybody online is just gushing over their builds. Uh, right now, I'm going to go into kind of what I'm doing with the game, the character. So everybody's talking about the legendaries they got and everything. I really. I wasn't getting any legendaries, and then out of nowhere, I got a uh, the Thunderbird assault rifle standard version. Um, it was at eleven thirty for the day, the firepower, but I have yet used my crafting to upgrade it, and now it's at fifteen ninety three critical damage eighteen point seven percent status power eighteen point four percent close range damage. 5.42 the ultimate storm whip is such a good web uh, ability it's shots down bring lightning on enemy dealing uh, 311 damage for one second I got Shirtiga on there too 30% of critical damage is returned to US health so finding that was really cool and the more and more the further I've got into here I am at the part where you can get the relics, which is a lot further in. I think I'm at like my fourth camp or something. And you can really... There's so much in here that the demo did not give us. 
Now, the demo made it look like it was very straightforward. You have this and this. But once the demo opened up, you have the monsters. You have assassination targets, which is a lot like going after the captain um, in the beginning. You also have the, the hunts you can do. Hunting for these really interesting creatures. I love the designs of the creatures, especially these ones you fight for. And then once you kill them... You can go and use it for loot. So, one thing that I will say, though. Um, I am slightly underwhelmed with the skills. Because what you have is you only have three skills. And the problem with it is a lot of these aren't good skills. You have the reflecting bullets, which doesn't work that well. Uh, Tremor is like one of the worst skills. I really don't like it because it says it creates a seismic ability, but it does not really do that. It doesn't do a lot of damage. Because I'm working with the Gravity Leap, which I think the Gravity Leap is really good. Uh, my Gravity Leap is uh, 974 damage. Um, I also use the Impale. And I use the Earthquake. The cool thing is there's certain, mm, there's certain people in here that they have certain weaknesses to things. So, one of mine's a kinetic to interrupt, and two of mine are seismic interrupts. And that's what I went with. And then if I go into the build that I've done. Okay, so originally, for the Devastator, I was thinking more uh, Vanquish than Warden. But the problem is, uh, playing solo, which is what I'm doing right now, until me and my friend Tyler can get into playing this, is I went for starting off with uh, Colossus, increase your max health. I went into Anomaly in the Veins, which is health regen. I went more max health. I went more health regen. I went to increase max health again, go up to Heirloom Armor, which, when an enemy dies in, in your close range, 20% of their armor is transferred to you. I also went and did Profit Squared. I would say do Profit Squared, because Profit Squared is uh, every ammo pickup will heal you for 5%. Um, I then went up to increase weapon damage, increase critical damage. Um, the Assault Master, if... What I found out is that there's actually, in this ability you can um, increase your assault weapon damage, but it also increases what you're finding. So finding your weapon drop chance by 20%. Um, assault, assault weapons are assault rifles, light machine guns, submachine guns, and double guns. So I put that in there because I found it you can actually helps you find stuff. So this, uh, if you go up here, they have, oh, I really want to get to the Bounty Hunter one, because that is, looks like it would really help me out. But I also, down here, I put more in armor, and more in max health. So what you can literally do, is you can make it where it's all about whether or not you want to do health, or whatever. The anomalies at the bottom, but to me... The anomaly powers, you can easily put um, stuff into your anomaly powers to make it work. 
when I'm doing solo, it seems like the best thing for me to do is to really make it where I'm getting more health. I really need more more health points, and that's what I was going for. So I like this the 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 three-way class system. I just wish sometimes when you level up, you don't get class points. So I wish you could actually get more class points than you actually do. Um, accolades, I'm at uh, accolade level nine. My combat is at 29%. My progression's at 19%. My hunt is at 35% because I'm doing a lot of hunts. I've done 17 out of 48 so far. Uh, teamwork, uh, 6%. Item management, uh, 21. Technomancer, I don't have anything. Pyro, nothing. Trickster, zero. Devastator, I'm actually at 24%. So I'm really, right now... So I also, the quest map is pretty cool because you have, each area has your own type of quest that you can do. And there's a lot in here, and there's a lot of interesting characters. All the vendors act differently, the NPCs act differently. I like how this game is like a mixture of uh, Gears of War with, I would say, Mass Effect. Because there's a lot of, like, sci-fi stuff involved in here, especially the deeper you get into the game. And the other thing I like is, every time you think you have the story figured out, it's different. Whether it's the stuff going on with Seth, or Malak, Malak, um, or characters that you think are going to be more important than they actually are. Like the sniper chick in the very beginning that gets shot in the throat. You In the demo, you think, oh, she's going to be a badass character. Also, you think Shira? Shira is like the most unimportant character in the game because she's in the demo, she's in the beginning, but then later on, once you get to it, She's really not that important. But one thing is, the RNGs for these is not the best to um, actually get. Um, there also is a lot of characters in here that are not really that easy to deal with sometimes. So... One thing is, is the world tiers. A lot of people are fixated on the world tiers, which they do go all the way up to world tier 15. So, one thing is you, you have the story, is world tier 1. Oh, world, I, when you get to world tier 2, it's, uh, the dropped item level is like negative one. Loot raritary modifier, only 90%. Uh, world tier three. Loot raritary mo modifier, 100%. Legendary drop rate is 70%. I'm doing world tier four right now. But I think I'm going to up it. So, 
a lot of people are trying to get like the best world tier possible and to me that's just kind of hogwash it's kind of like the the whole point of the game it is not like what your world tier is what you're doing also uh, having one gear set is never my my point there's a lot of people that want like one gear set and that's just not my kind of thing That's really not what I'm... And I do like the monsters compared... The monsters are, to me, like, very interesting designs. The military guys are kind of like carbon copies, is what I would call them. They're not super high quality. But there is a lot of characters that are just annoying as all hell when you're playing against them. And there, each area seems to be different. Different looks, everything. And that's what I kind of like. I like that it's not a carbon copy game. It's a unique game, and one thing I do want to touch on is the server thing. Before I even get to, like, how janky the servers can be at times, let's also look at the fact of what happened on Thursday. For those of you who do not know, on Thursday, you had... All these people that changed their location just so they could play the game early, which messed everything up. They got cheater marked, and that to me was kind of freaking stupid. Because it made it where they had a set plan. And everybody altered it. I've also seen that lately there is a lot of toxicity. This game does have some toxicity to it. Um, really, it's with like on Facebook and people. Not not even on Twitter. Normally, it's Twitter that has the toxic groups, but on Facebook, it's kind of like everybody's like all about what gear you have. Well, not all of us are going to have this amazing gear. Not all of us have the time to burn through it. And while I didn't really want to get into it, I kind of had to talk about it. Because the toxicity is just... The point of the game, to me, is just playing the game. And I love the game, and I really want more to it. I want more DLC. I want other character classes to be brought into it. I want it to become this fully immersive thing. 
but if it becomes too toxic, then there's a possibility that that's not going to happen. And that's the one thing that I that I would say. Is everybody literally has to be more supportive. And for people that like talking shit about people can fly just because the server problems, I think that's stupid. Because, okay, yes, it was released by Square Enix, but they literally did not think the game was going to be that much in demand as it is right now. It is a hugely in demand game, and people really are enjoying the game. But I don't think they fully thought, because you have Avengers that came out in September, and that's not even highly re. That was a misfire completely. So I don't think they even thought that Outriders was going to be this huge. That Outriders was going to be a big thing, because I fully think and fully thought that they just didn't see it that way. They did not see the overwhelming, and I think one of the cool things was what Microsoft did. Put uh, put it on Game Pass. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get more eyes on the game. Like, completely more eyes on the game. And that is what happened. Is there is more eyes on the game now. Because people wanted it to be... People just have, have seen how great it is. And... That it's what it's what Destiny and Anthem promised it would be is w- what this is, and it's a great experience. But when you don't expect a game to be as good as it is right now, then you're not gonna like upgrade your servers, and you're not gonna anticipate what's going on. But I, I like how they've been talking. I like the amount of content creators that are coming out with stuff. I even plan on doing... I've done one video on Outriders. I plan on doing more than what I did. So, I think... I think the game has so much potential. And I plan on still making... Um, more podcast episodes continuing this podcast because when I'm into a game I am but I do think the game was more made for Xbox than it was for Playstation because they have yet to have issues on Xbox like they did uh, with PlayStation. Apparently PlayStation's had 
tons of problems. And that's one thing, is there's been so many issues, so much ish, so much problems on the PlayStation Store with the game, but I fully think that that's what it is, is that it was made for Xbox, not for, not for PlayStation. But, you know, it is what it is. It's about making the, the next wave. It's about what are they going to do next. So one other thing I want to talk about is there has been talks about the possibility of DLC stuff. Um, if people are interested. And so far with the amount of, like, how people are really getting in into it I think they are going to make more DLCs I think they're going to make some DLC stuff, I think there's going to be more classes, there's so much that they can add to the game and I am excited to get to, I've done some expedition stuff just because they were like side quests that I did um and I did some of those I do like the 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 hunting missions, like not hunting as in hunting the monsters, but you go you go and do bounties, and the bounties are actually really cool, because you find these wanted posters, and any stuff like that or side quests hunts that you do, you can go and you can later on go back to trench, trench town, and you can literally. go and do what needs to get done. And they're really good at giving you stuff to do. Because I'm sure they realize that, yeah, the campaign's only gonna get you so far that you need other stuff to do that's not the campaign and games like this are now the one thing is that people need to realize is this is not games as a service It is not games as a service, because the difference between this and other stuff is games as a service is, say, Destiny, Outrider. Uh, like, uh, Outrider's not like that. It is not a games as a service. So, that's one difference from it right now. 
and I'm sure I, there'll be more to talk about as the weeks go on and the more that I end up doing in the game. And it's really... I like that you keep exploring the anomaly powers and really seeing what's going on. And there's more to the world just keep peeling back like a layer on an onion. So I think that is really cool. So this has been episode two of the Outriders podcast. Uh, My goal is for episode three to try and get Tyler in on this. Since I have mentioned him a couple times. So hopefully we will be able to do that. Alright, and I will see all you guys later.